Games. This is Radio Sega, and you are now listening to The Sega Lounge. Join the conversation in the IRC chat room by going to radiose.ga slash IRC and on Twitter by mentioning at Radio Sega or using the hashtag the Sega Lounge. Good evening everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. I hope you're all doing great this week. Uh, apart from the, 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 the Sega Lounge hashtag, use hashtag Save Shenmue as well, because why not? Uh, because this is um, actually, these are the final few hours of uh, the Shenmue 3 Kickstarter, and uh, tonight we have a very special show, very nice show for all you guys to enjoy, uh, especially if you're um, Shenmue fans, or even if you're new to the Shenmue franchise. I can be keeping on with the theme of promoting the Shenmue 3 Kickstarter, which is ending soon. Um, we have a, a, an awesome interview with the really nice person that is Mr. Cedric Biscay, uh, president of Shibuya Productions and co-producer of Shenmue 3, one of the people that made the Kickstarter happen and uh, one of the people the fans should be thankful for um, this, this uh, opportunity of having a third chapter or a third game in the Shenmue series. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll be getting into the interview soon. Uh, I'm, I'm David, a.k.a. KC, uh, and uh, this is the Sega Lounge, our weekly talk show on Radio Sega. Uh, we, before we get into the interview, we usually uh, do a roundup of the news. I'm, I'm afraid I'm alone this week, so uh, I'm so lonely. But uh, I'll try and uh, mention a few bits of news that have caught my eye during the week, Sega-related news. So, um, first one being, uh, not exactly Sega, but Sega-related nonetheless, because this is a, a huge loss for uh, the entire video game industry. Um, Mr. Satoru Iwata passed away this past weekend, which is really sad news. Uh, not only and especially obviously for his family but uh, for the entire video game industry even if you weren't a Nintendo fan um, I'm sure there were a few games you played uh, that um, were either made by uh, Iwata-san or maybe he influenced uh, the developers of your favorite games in some way as well and even if none of that is true at least you had to love uh, the guy because he was really nice and um, you know the, the way he interacted with the fans um, and the way he he thought about he approached the, the video game industry and how he said video games are for fun and everything that's something that you know it's 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 going to be missed so uh, I wanted to mention that in, in the show um, he will uh, really be missed and uh from all of us on Radio Sega, our condolences to, to his family, and uh, we hope you, you get through this difficult time well. Um, apart from that, in, on a more uh, lighter note, because <laughs> we don't want to be sad and gloomy on the show, 
uh, a new Total War Warhammer trailer was released, uh, introducing, introducing a Demi Griffs. So if you're into the whole Warhammer uh, franchise and the, both the Warhammer and the Total War franchises, uh, you'll pretty much uh, probably love this new uh, Total War Warhammer um, uh, game and the new t trailer. You can uh, find it online, obviously. Uh, so uh, the Demi Groups are apparently known for their strength, massively powerful beaks, and viciously, viciously sharp claws that cut through armor like butter. Uh, so yeah, so yeah. Uh, you don't want to mess with the demigriffs. That's what I'm gonna say. And uh, yeah, demigriffs are part lion, part eagle mounts that are used for knights or other high-ranking members of the empire. Um, yeah, so yeah. Check out the trailer on YouTube. Uh, Creative Assembly are probably gonna do an awesome job with this one as with all their other games so it's worth checking out if you're a fan of these kinds of games um sonic related news because we all know love some sonic some deck games uh 3d sonic 2 um will get new gameplay modes so if you're uh, waiting for patiently for the new 3d uh, the new batch of 3d classics um, which will release in September in the West. Uh, don't forget, next week we'll have 3D. Uh, was it, what, was it, is it the Star Heroes? No, it's Streets of Rage 2, actually. <laughs> yeah, so next week we have 3D Streets of Rage 2, 3D Gunstar Heroes in August, and 3D Sonic the Hedgehog 2 in September. 3D Sonic 2 will have new gameplay modes, including one called Ring Keep mode where you begin the level with 10 rings and every time you hit you just lose half your rings. Uh, there's also um, the possibility of playing the game in co-op, uh, having a, a friend playing as Tails if they, uh, if your friend owns a 3DS and a copy of 3D Sonic 2 as well, uh, you can connect wirelessly together to, to play. Uh, there are also uh, news of having a versus mode as well, so and you can also play uh, the Japanese and international versions of the game, like per usual, uh, as per usual in these M2 ports uh, of the Sega Classics on the 3DS. So exciting news if you're looking to play Sonic 2 in yet another format. And um, I have to say, I, I haven't... The, the one 3D classic I don't own uh, by now is 3D Sonic 1. Uh, but I, I'm planning on getting that because all the other 3D classics are amazing. So Sonic and Sonic 2 should be awesome as well. After having played the Taxman uh, versions, uh, I'm curious as to what M2 has uh, got to offer with these uh, versions as well. Uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 news to make you uh, sad and cry because you know PSO2 uh, will probably, probably uh, never leave the mythical land of Japan! Indeed. But uh, <laughs> while we wait for that, um, you know, the, the, there's a, the, there was an announcement this week of uh, an anime series based on. Fantasy Star Online 2, which will be released next year in Japan. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, so yeah, 
no, there's no details on the story, no other no further details were, were shared. But uh, if you're a Fantasy Star Online or a Fantasy Star Online 2 fan, uh, even if we can't have the game in the West, uh, at least there's always a way of watching anime. Uh, so that would be probably be somewhere around the interwebs after it releases in Japan. So you'll probably have that to watch and that to at least don't feel as sad uh, as before for not playing Fantasy or maybe you'll feel even more sad because you really won't be able to play the game ah, it's a shame it's a shame finally some Shenmue 3 Kickstarter news um, as I'm, I'm recording this uh, on Thursday on the, the morning of, of, of Thursday yeah, Thursday morning, obviously. Um, so the morning before you're listening to this show, it's really early in the morning. So that's why I'm probably sounding a bit uh, tired and um, not, not co- coherent uh, as well. But you know, that's what, what happens when you try to record a show early in the morning. Uh, but as uh, per now, the Shenmue Kickstarter is in the... So we've got over the $5 million mark, which is awesome. And now we're at $5,110,353. Uh, which is amazing, with 42 hours to go as of the time of this recording. Uh, so when you... You'll be um, listening to this on Radio Sega about 12 hours from now, uh, more or less, which means there will be like 30 hours to go uh, when you're listening to this live on Radio Sega. So, uh, hopefully by then we've, we, we'll have over $5 million and dollars which is, I believe, the world record for uh, a game funded on Kickstarter and is held by uh, Bloodstain. And if you, uh, while you're listening to the interview with uh, Strick, uh, you'll know you'll notice that he really wants to beat that world record, to break, break that world record. So uh, if you're a fan and haven't um, pledged yet, uh, you know what are you waiting for? You should, you should really uh, do that. We have a very special message um, from Corey Marshall. Uh, not only was he one of our past guests on the Sega Lounge, but he's also the English voice actor for Ryo uh, Hazuki, uh, as you all know. And he recorded a very special message for Radio Sega listeners, uh, for those who haven't pledged yet, and for those who have. So, after the interview, don't tune out, keep listening to the Sega Lounge, because uh, we'll have uh, that very special message that uh, Corey recorded for everyone listening. Uh, But as of now, uh, over $5,110,000 were pledged, 57,341 people backed the project already, which is awesome. And um, yesterday, a new uh, teaser trailer was released. Uh, called Lake of the Lantern Bugs 
uh, and it's uh, bootylicious. Uh, I think we can say that. So if you haven't watched the teaser trailer yet, go to the, the Kickstarter page. The easiest way is to go to bit.ly forward slash save Shenmue and you're there and uh, the video is almost at the top of the page uh, Shenmue 3 Lake of the Lantern Bugs it's actually quite quite good um, yep so I think that's it for this week's news I think we'll move on and uh, we'll just play have a quick music break uh, the entire soundtrack for tonight's show is uh, tracks from uh, Shenmue Online, uh, stuff we haven't played much on Radio Sega and we'll be adding to the playlist soon. Uh, so I, I thought we, we would play some uh, Shenmue Online tracks during tonight's show. When we get back, we have a very uh, nice and entertaining interview with Cedric Biscay. And don't forget, he's also uh, going to go through the Sega Launch Challenge, a game we called this week, uh, a different game we called... 100 yen each. Indeed, 100 yen each. Whatever it could be, we'll see. Stick around, this is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega, and we'll start with Event 10 from Shenmue Online, coming up with the interview with Cedric Biscay. The Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat.
Welcome back everyone, this is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega and uh, as mentioned before, it's an honor, it's a privilege to be talking tonight with a very special guest, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, join me in welcoming uh, Monsieur Cédric Biscay. I think that's how you pronounce uh, your yeah. name correctly, is it? Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> Welcome, it's, it's nice to have you on the show, thank you so much for taking the time to, to chat with us. Uh, so, uh, Cédric, you you are the co-producer of Shenmue 3, right? Yes. And uh, since these, these are the last days uh, of the Shenmue 3 Kickstarter, so actually this is... Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday, Tuesday morning, but uh, the show is airing right now on a Thursday evening, so this means there's about one day left for people to pledge and uh, or increase their pledges and help sh support Shenmue 3. Which means we at Radio Sega uh, want to help and uh, want to get people involved in, in this project. So we're, we took t some time to talk to to Cedric and uh, learn more about not not only his history in the video game industry, but a bit about uh, the project itself. So Cedric, um, would you like to start by telling us a bit about yourself and your history in the video game industry? Uh, and perhaps before starting in in the industry, if you were a gamer growing up, etc. Sure, sure. So because I like uh, video games and animation, I wanted to approach Japan as much as possible. So in 2002, I established my first company. Name is Shibuya International. It was it's a global consulting company able to act as a bridge um, between Europe and Japan. So uh, this company had a collaboration with uh, games companies such as Square Enix, Sega, Grasshopper Manufacturer, etc. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was my first step in this in this industry. In 2004, uh, I produced my first game uh, and my only one game before Shenmue 3. So name it was Blue Angelo. It was on GP32 uh, console. It was a Korean handheld console. Mm -hmm. Not famous at all, but maybe many players and many hardcore gamers know about this uh, GP32 uh, gaming machine. Yeah, I, I've uh, heard about it. I've heard about it, yeah. Never played yes. on one, but I've heard about it. I see, I see. <laughs> that was great at that time. That console was better than GBA, etc. So that was really great. Mm -hmm. So in 2014, I established uh, Shibuya Production in Monaco in order to produce animation and video games. So uh, we also have Shibuya Production in Japan as well in order to facilitate the, the connection. Mm -hmm. And actually, our three current big projects are Shenmue 3, Astro Boy Reboot, and Fusion. And of course, we have more to announce in the upcoming coming months for this. Great. You mentioned if I was a, <laughs> if I was a gamer before. Yes, I was a gamer and I can say I was a kind of hardcore gamer because I spent uh, many hours per day playing games. I started on computer. I don't know if you know that computer is CPC 464 uh, yeah. manufactured by Amstrad. Mm -hmm. I was five years old. Uh, then after that, I play all the console, including Bandai Playdia. <laughs> so <laughs> I know about games a little. 
So you, you knew all the, all the, the different consoles, even the the lesser known ones, right? The ones that yes, not yes, many people I know. I own about. almost everything, even very rare console. Uh, of course, uh, NEC, NEC uh, PCC, RAM, PCFX, etc., Neo Geo. I like Sega console a lot, especially Game Gear, Sega Saturn, and Dreamcast. And awesome. right now, at my office, I have the Sega New Net City arcade machine, so I still. I'm still a game lover. Oh, amazing, amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. Uh, what would you say were or are your favorite games? Whoa, that's, that's hard. Uh, that's that's hard. A, so complicated question, but I will try <laughs> to, to answer. Uh, first names coming are uh, oh, I'm a big lover of Enemy Zero. You know, it's a mm -hmm. Sega Saturn game made mm -hmm. by Kenji Eno. Yep. Uh, I also like a lot Radiant Silver Gun, Sega Rally, Sonic, Panzer Dragoon, oh, um, awesome. Biohazard, uh, Winning Eleven Seven also international. You know the soccer game is really amazing that, that episode. Yeah. I of course saw game like Myst, um, and oh yeah, of course uh, GoldenEye 007 on Nintendo 64. I know it's not Sega, but of course everyone knows that game. I guess. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. And of course, game like uh, Zelda: Ocarina of Time, Virtua Fighter 4, and of course Shenmue. Last but not least, as we say. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believe that's that's really the the biggest one. Uh, so yeah, uh, which ones were the biggest influences in your life? So, because you know, sometimes um, when when we're big gamers and we when we play lots of games and for such a long time in our lives, uh, games are not just a, a way of having fun, but they sometimes influence our lives. And uh, when we're feeling down, they cheer us up, etc. Uh, which ones? Which which games were the biggest influences in your life? And maybe which ones uh, made you enter the video game industry? Honestly, uh, it's very complicated once again to, to, to have a real answer, but if I have to choose just one game, uh, I would say it's uh, Jet Set Willy on CPC 464 mm -hmm. because it was my first game. With all that game, awesome. I think uh, the story will not be the same <laughs> for me. <laughs> so it was a platform game, you know, very easy game. Uh, not easy because it was difficult, but uh, I mean, uh, game design and everything were uh -huh. easy at the time. Uh, but yes, yes, I would say that game. Of course, maybe it's not the answer you were expecting, but that's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. It's it's fine. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, it, sometimes the the simple things are the the most important ones, right? And the, the yeah, first our first game is always is always has always a special place in our hearts. So. Exactly, that makes exactly. And at that sense. time, you spend many 30 minutes in order to play the game because yeah. it was a cassette. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> so it required patient, patience. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you had to have some patience. Yes, these for days, sure. These days, people get annoyed by loading screens. People get tired of waiting when there's a loading screen in the game. Yeah, uh, yeah, at the true. time, people had to wait like 30 minutes, one hour to load a game. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's wrong, but if you like, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so people shouldn't complain uh, because. Yeah, they. they yeah. uh, it case by case. I think they complain because maybe the game, uh, when they wait a lot, maybe sometimes it doesn't 
to match the expectation of the player. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's another problem. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, so uh, speaking of, of Shenmue, uh, you said you, you that's one of your favorite games. When did you first get into the Shenmue franchise? When did you first play the game? Uh, and how did, have the story, the characters, and the gameplay made an impact on your life? So uh, I play I play Shenmue in Japanese language from the first release in the year 2000. So of course uh, I did not understand uh, any detail because I <laughs> do not speak Japanese. But uh, it was a kind of revolution, you know. I was a student at university and I didn't go to my lesson and just play Shenmue. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a real fact. And of course, I was so surprised to see that great design and open world. It was a kind of revolution for me. I, I couldn't stop playing till the end. I, I still remember walking around, talk with many people because, of course, as I don't, I didn't understand Japanese. I couldn't uh, understand exactly what I should do. <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> I did, and finally, I, I could, I could complete it. And of course, I like the fact that Ryo wants to revenge. You know the. The introduction of the game is so great mm -hmm. because you know the story will be great after all. So that was a, a great souvenir for me. Yeah, yeah. So uh, by the way, kids uh, who are listening to us, please don't do this. Go to your classes. Don't uh, yeah, stay, don't stay home playing games. <laughs> Please, please stay in school. Stay in school, but when you are at university, you can manage by yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay, so if you don't want to go to class and if if you want to stay at home playing a game, uh, you can only do that if it's Shenmue. If it's any yeah, other game, you can't. Point. You need to go to classes. Okay, so. Yes. You have my permission if it's Shenmue. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you you didn't understand it at all, or almost anything about the game. Um, when did you first uh, got to understand the, the the whole game? Did you ever play it in in another language other than Japanese? Yes, of course. Uh, after a while, I play in a European version. Mm -hmm. So. I could understand more but you know as I uh, finished Shenmue 1 uh, two or three times in Japanese first mm -hmm. so I could understand more and more yeah. and of course uh, some of my friends also played uh, Shenmue so we share some uh, uh, feeling etc so I think even if it was Japanese, we finally understood maybe 70% of the game. That's not bad. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> okay. So do you, do you speak Japanese? Not at all. That's my <laughs> power. I do many business with Japan without speaking Japanese. Nobody understands that, but uh, that's okay. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking about. So that 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 uh, that's interesting. How you can do business with Japan without understanding the language? But uh, yeah, because uh, it's important in Japan to use interpreter. You know, yeah. uh, I think if I speak Japanese, it brings me less power as an entrepreneur. Of course, if you are if you are a salary man or something. You must speak Japanese, otherwise you cannot expect working with Japan. But if you run your own company, it's better to not speak Japanese, of course. Okay, interesting. Didn't know that. That's that's an interesting <laughs> fact. Okay. So, what would you say you like the most about Shenmue? So, of course, I like the fact that we are almost free to do what we want in the game. Uh, you can spend your time to buy capsule or play mini games or just walking around and talk to people. 
There is many things to do uh, besides the main quest, so I really appreciate this, and especially uh, when Shenmue was released, it's mm-hmm. quite new situation. And also, I'm a big fan of QTE. First time I saw this, it was so amazing because you know the fight was so great and also many action time uh, really great for me you know it was it was my expectation as a real big game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i agree i agree I, i i find it funny that people sometimes people nowadays don't enjoy qt events uh, maybe because they're they're overused they're, they use them a lot in games these days but I think for Shenmue the QTE parts were really great, so I, I agree with your experience on that. <laughs> um, so, by the way, when you played Shenmue 2, uh, did you play it in Japanese or English? Yep, or I, play, I played Shenmue 2 also in Japanese. And of course, uh, it was a big surprise for me to, to see the end. Of course, no spoiler here for a new player, but yeah. I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> So if you want to know what he's talking about, you need to play the game. So, yeah. I'm Sorry. Sure. Well, I was thinking one disc is missing. So. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. So but that, that's that's uh, brave of you. You you played both games in Japanese. So, so yeah. Yes, and uh, before, you know, I was not uh, a big fan of uh, adventure game. Or, you know, as I, as I, I like to play uh, import game. I mean, Japanese mm-hmm. game, because... Mm-hmm. You know, in the past uh, years, it was the first release. Now, things change and uh, there is a global release and everything. But in the past, sometimes you have the Japanese game one year or two years before the US or Europe release. So, that was really good to play the game in Japanese. And, of course, I played many arcade games and ma- many simple games. But I was not a fan, of course, of RPG like uh, Final Fantasy or other. But Shenmue was totally different. Of course, it was made by Sega and also by Suzuki Yu. So, of course, I needed to try and I was waiting that game because if you remember well, uh, before the release, many magazines spoke about mm-hmm. Shenmue. It was mm-hmm. big noise because yeah. big game. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I have the same experience because I uh, wasn't into uh, RPG games or something like that. So, I think Shenmue was the first... I, I don't think it's an RPG game, but it, it's like a, 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 an adventure game, and uh, it's, it has elements of both genres and v- several genres actually. And uh, and it was the first uh, experience I had with a, an RPG adventure game, because before that I, I I was like you, I played arcade games and platform games and some sports games. So it really changed the the way I. Uh, viewed video games as well so yeah i can i can understand your your feelings <laughs> uh, so um of course now you're you're collaborating with uh, you suzuki uh, a man who is a legend for all of us uh, gamers out there um, how did you meet you suzuki and what was that experience like because i, I imagine you were a big fan and then Yeah, yeah, of course. Got to meet him. But, uh, yeah, uh, of course I was, and I'm still fun. So I met him in his office, you know, that to have a, a business talk and invite him in an event I organized. So that was the, the, the first meeting. Of course, it was so great to to meet the person behind Outrun, Afterburner, Virtua Fighter. It was really amazing to, to have him standing around in front of me. <laughs> so my feeling at that time when we discussed was, was uh, wow, that guy is so nice and humble. 
you know, he is a legend, but he's when you meet him, he's just normal and passionate uh, guy. So that's really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like that. So, um, how did that relationship turn into a partnership between between you and your company and Yu Suzuki and YSNet? So um, I met Suzuki-san many times. Uh, both of us like wine. So I cannot give so much detail, but we drank a lot of amazing <laughs> wine for sure. <laughs> Then, after some 100 bottles or something, we became friends. <laughs> And the story is um, uh, okay. I, I, I never say that, but I offered uh, Suzuki Sun to work on a specific project. But unfortunately, the license owner of that project closed the door uh, very suddenly. So then, uh, after this experience, we have decided to work on Shenmue 3 very seriously. Uh, that was totally amazing because, of course, I wanted to work uh, on Shenmue 3 as a priority and I didn't know uh, that it's something possible. But right after that, we, we did it. Mm-hmm. So. That's awesome, awesome, amazing. Yeah, amazing. totally, because it was uh, unbelievable. And all because of wine, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's a combination of everything. But when we discussed about Shenmue 3, of course, we were not drunk. <laughs> well, that, that's that's nice to know. That's nice to know. So, yeah. yeah, no, no worries there. No, so they weren't yeah. drunk. Yeah. So awesome, awesome. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so how much how much involvement will you have in the making of Shenmue 3 and um, and what what's your role as a co-producer exactly? Uh, so, as a co-producer, I gather partners and bring investments. Mm-hmm. Uh, investment. So, my role is to make the thing happen. So, concerning the game itself, I bring ideas, but Suzuki-san has, of course, the final cut for everything. Uh, for me and for the team, anyway, there is no better person than Suzuki-san for making this game. So, we let him do what he wants to do. And, of course, we take care about the fan and player expectation in our other hand. So, it's a, I think it's a good team. So will you will you uh, be? Uh, I I've seen you on on Twitter and, and other social media. You interact with people a lot, so you talk to fans and tweet stuff and retweet their tweets. Uh, will you uh, get uh, a dissective? Will be will you be dissective on social media going forward after the Kickstarter ends, or will you be more uh, hiding in the shadows? First of all, I didn't have any idea to to interact with fans and to to, to be on Twitter or something. But uh, I felt uh, <laughs> someone need to do it. Honestly, <laughs> so I did it because uh, I, I I cannot imagine uh, no answer when fan asks something. Of course, sometimes we cannot answer because it's secret thing or it's uh, something we don't know. But If it's something I know and if it's something not secret, of course, uh, that's my duty at least to to answer the fan. So yes, after the Kickstarter, probably I will continue this and also Shibuya Production will continue this. There is no way to stop uh, right after Kickstarter, for sure. That's good to know, that's good to know. (laughs) Um, So, uh, uh, instead of uh, doing this the traditional way, uh, Shenmue 3 is happening thanks to crowdfunding. Uh, What led you to believe that crowdfunding was the best approach to make Shenmue 3 happen? 
Um, I think uh, many people like Suzuki-san and Shenmue. So according to that situation, we thought that crowdfunding is the best thing to do in order to make this, the game happen. As you know, during 14 years, nothing happened. So we need to we needed to find another way. So I, I personally like also the idea that Shenmue 3 happens thanks to the fan involvement. You know, without the fan, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Um, and of course, you were at E3 uh, last month. Uh, what was it like to see? Because you, you you've been working on this in secret for quite some time, I imagine. Uh, what was it like to see the Kickstarter finally announced back at E3? And how did you react to finally see it go public? And uh, how emotional was it around you at the time? Honestly, that was purely amazing to have this opportunity, and I was so confident till the D day. However, on, on the day, um, you know, I saw Weda-san by luck. Uh, so I guess something happened concerning the last guardian. <laughs> it was pure luck <laughs> yeah. to, to, to see him in, in the crowd, etc. So also, I knew about the Final Fantasy VII remake announcement. So my feeling was not perfect at the, at the time because I felt those games are so big and maybe nobody cared about Shenmue 3. So of course, <laughs> I was not logical at that time. It was just, you know, uh, many information in my brain. So. <laughs> <laughs> Then, of course, when Shenmue 3 announcement happened, uh, that was so crazy around me. You know, many people cried and screamed. First time for me to see such a thing. You know, <laughs> it was kind of Michael Jackson time or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and of course, also, Um, I was wearing uh, a Dreamcast t-shirt uh, and just before the conference one guy told me hey guy I like your t-shirt probably tonight we will get something concerning Shenmue 3 oh so, <laughs> I did not say anything just smiling and right after the announcement the same guy talked to me again and said oh as I told you as I told you it happened yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was fun for me to see those reactions Uh, of course, I am so proud to produce this great project. <laughs> awesome, awesome, yeah. So, but but I, I, th- that's something I, I never thought about because you know, uh, having Final Fantasy VII remastered being announced and The Last Guardian as well. Uh, y- uh, yeah, I can understand the the concern. Maybe people will not look at Shenmue 3 and just. Uh, concentrate on this on these other two games, but yeah, but the the, the public reaction was was amazing. Uh, cool. Yeah, and that, that leads me to the next question: Were you expecting such a massive reaction? And and the the, the thing is, it it wasn't only from fans, but from a major part of the gaming community as well. Yes, yeah, so uh, of course I knew we have something big in the end, and I was so confident about the fact that we will fund our Kickstarter quickly. But of course, I could not imagine it was that fast. Everything was beyond my expectation at that time. Um, anyway, you know, the night following the announcement, I could not sleep. I just crossed <laughs> the internet in order to check reactions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think uh, f- uh, probably most of the people listening to us right now, and uh, for myself, we we will won't forget that that night uh, so soon because I, I was I was watching actually. Uh, it was like uh, almost 3 a.m. my time uh, when it happened. And, um, you know, every year we expect something to happen. We were expecting a Shenmue-related announcement every year. But as the years go by, you, you get less, less, less hopeful, you know. 
So yeah, and uh, that, then there was that that tweet by uh, Suzuki San with the forklift. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and so some people were like, "Oh, he's he's teasing an announcement for Shenmue," and and I was like, "Yeah, of course, yeah, it's just a, a coincidence. It's nothing." And then this happened. Yeah, uh, that was know. very busy because also Suzuki San uh, was so. He wanted to announce as soon as possible. Of course, he had to <laughs> wait for the yeah. for the official Sony stage. But uh, both of both of us, we wanted to announce as soon as possible because, of course, we know about Shenmue Three since long time now. <laughs> yeah, obviously, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but but the project uh, uh, achieved the, the the minimum goal of two million dollars in under nine hours. For, so it's it's amazing. A, a new world record, right? A new yes, uh, Kickstarter that's record so for us. Because uh, of course we gave Shenmue 3 uh, announcement to the fan and to the to the game industry, and also in addition we have two world records. So honestly, it, we couldn't believe that. And also, if you remember, we broke Kickstarter as well. Yeah, during, yeah, so I do, I do. I was trying to get into the page and was unable to. So the yeah, amazing I, I situation. Remember. I remember the official tweet from the official Kickstarter account saying, yeah. "Oh, <laughs> we never seen such a sh- such a thing before." Yeah. So I would think maybe if some fans are interested. We should make T-shirt with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's an idea. That's an idea. <laughs> we broke Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, you you mentioned before the fans uh, were really important. You probably agree that the community of Shenmue fans was key in keeping the series alive. Uh, will the team be asking for? Uh, will be asking the fans for input as the development process continues. Uh, sure, uh, the fans are so great, so we will continue to, to collaborate with them. So it means we will have many interactions. Of course, I cannot promise we will follow everything. It's impossible to promise such a thing, but at least we will listen. And if it's interesting, we will add for sure. Awesome. So, okay. That's, that's reassuring as well. Um, as both a fan and so because you're not just the co-producer, you're a fan of the series. So as both a fan and someone involved in the project, uh, what are your expectations towards Shenmue 3? What do you expect to achieve with this new game in the series? So first of all, my first expectation is to break the video game record in Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> it will be difficult, uh, but I still think it's possible. So that's really my first expectation. Mm-hmm. And of course, concerning the game itself, I'm really interested to see how Suzuki-san will bring new features. He is a genius concerning video game. My wish is to let him the opportunity to create something never seen before. And I'm pretty sure he will do it for, for sure. So, and of course, our main concern is to not disappoint the fans and also seduce new players. So this combination is what we want to do, for sure. Uh, I, I, yeah, that, that, that's actually some, something that needs to be done because I, I think most of the fans have already got involved so I think new people need to uh, understand the awesomeness of Shenmue and get involved as well <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes, for sure and I know, I know many fans are waiting for many things concerning Shenmue and we are working hard in order to get those things happen so we are not uh, just waiting, we are working a lot, but of course, when nothing is decided, we cannot communicate. Obviously, obviously. That's understandable. 
Um, many people have said in the past that Shenmue's time has passed, as uh, it's over, and the new game would probably fail to reach the fans' expectations. Uh, what would you say to those people and the fans themselves in regards to this? Uh, I would like to make a very short answer to this question. So, for me, the answer is just uh, we have the man on board. So, <laughs> so that's all. Yeah. I think there is no reason to worry, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best answer ever to this kind of <laughs> question. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So, so yeah. Enough said. Enough said. Uh, yeah, the, the, he's revolutionized the industry so many times. Why can't yeah. he do it again, right? When you know about video games, you know that guy is special. Yeah. So yeah. that's enough for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, Cedric, um, uh, we're, we're going to take a short break. Uh, we're going to play a, a couple of, of music tracks uh, so people can enjoy the music of Shenmue as well. Um, when we get back, though, we have a surprise for you, because when we have a guest on the show, on the Sega Lounge, uh, we usually uh, ask them to go uh, through a challenge. We call it the Sega Lounge Challenge. Uh, something for people to get uh, scared about and stuff. So, so uh, <laughs> you, you should probably be crying right now, because... You're so scared. Uh, <laughs> but we have a little game that we like to play with our guests. So uh, when we get back, we have that. And then we'll have uh, the final part of our interview with Cedric Biscay. Uh, I hope you're enjoying uh, listening to this interview, everyone. Take a listen to some Shenmue music. And we'll be right back on Radio Sega's The Sega Lounge. Listening to Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. I see.
Now, you know our guests. They're amazing. They're stars. But are they ready for the Sega Lounge Challenge? It can be a quiz in reverse music. It can be anything we want. Welcome, welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. And uh, tonight, we're joined by a very special guest, uh, Monsieur Cédric Biscay, uh, co-producer of Shenmue 3. Uh, we've been talking... Welcome back, Cédric, by, by the way. Um, we've been talking about uh, Shenmue 3. Uh, you've mentioned your uh, love for the Shenmue series. And uh, the, the question, though, is... Uh, um, you, you, you mentioned this before. You like to go to the vending machines, to the capul- capsule toy machines, and uh, get your, your toys and stuff re- in, in the game. Uh, we have a game for you that is related to capsule, t- uh, capsule toys. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I call this game 100 yen each, okay. uh, <laughs> which is a, a known reference to something that... Uh, Ryo Hazuki says in the game when he looks at capsule toy machines. So I, I have. Uh, let's imagine you're uh, uh, you, you're seeing a, a capsule toy machine. Yeah. And uh, there are ten uh, capsule toys yeah. inside that machine. Each one is numbered one to ten. Yeah. So um, you'll need to pick uh, a number from one to ten. And then yeah. I'll ask you a question about that capsule toy. Whoa, okay. Okay. So, some, yeah. some of them are, are uh, easy, some of them not so easy, so we'll see how it goes. Okay, let's see what happens. <laughs> I'm not confident at all. <laughs> 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 that game. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. We'll never know, never know. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll, be, you'll do good. good. No, who knows? It's, it's a bit of luck because, you know, you need to uh, select the, the easiest ones. So... Okay. From 1 to 10, pick a number, Cedric. Okay, so I'm obliged to choose a 3. Very good. So, your capsule toy is Ren. Okay. And your question is... Um, so, Ren is the leader of a gang known as... Option A, the, the Chiyu Men. Option B, the Skies. Option C, the Heavens. Uh, C, Evans. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. <laughs> and you're correct. Very well, very good, very nice. So, so yeah, you you get Ren uh, as a capsule toy. <laughs> oh, so you need you need to get at least five different capsule toys, okay? Well, so okay. let's see if we can make this happen. So you you've got one already. Uh, Want to pick another number? Yeah, six. Six. This is a good one. Uh, everyone's favorite character, Fukusan. Uh, so, th- this is probably the hardest one, I don't know. Um, Fukusan has a crush on option A Nozomi, the girl at the flower shop. Option B Akemi Sato, the hostess at Bar Yokosuka. Option C, Inesan. Inesan. 
And you're correct! <laughs> <laughs> so, Nozomi Akemisato Inesan? Yes. Inesan? Yeah. Is that your answer? Yes, my answer. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. He uh, has a crush on Akemi Sato, the uh, hostess at Baryakoska. He really wants to uh, to date Akemi Sato, I think. I don't know. So, okay, okay. So, we have uh, three, six. Another one. Pick another one. Um, eight. Eight. Okay, so eight is Nozomi. Nozomi. In Shenmue, Nozomi eventually tells Ryo she's moving where? Option A, Hong Kong. Option B, Canada. Option C, England. Wow, that's so complicated question. I need to remember this. <laughs> so Nozomi, Nozomi is moving. Nozomi is moving. Yeah, almost at the end of Shenmue 1. And she's going to Hong Kong, to Canada, or England. I remember, I think it's Canada. Yes, I think it's, I, I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's correct. She's moving to Canada. Her family is there, so, so yeah. Yes, right, so you have, awesome. we have two correct answers right now. We need three more. Wow. Pick another one. So, ten. Ten, ten, ten. Ten is a, a nice one. Okay, this, let's see. Uh, ten is Tom, the hot dog stand guy. Um, almost at the end of Shenmue 1, Tom teaches Ryo a leg move. Yeah. What's it called? Option A, the hot dog kick. Option B, the flying kick. Option C, the tornado kick. Okay, so if I remember, he sells some hot dog, but uh, it's a tornado kick, for sure, if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, right. if I remember. <laughs> yes, you do, it's correct. That's the correct answer, tornado kick. So, yeah, we got three, three correct I answers. I, I was so happy to learn that move. Yeah. Because need that move, for sure. <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, it helps you in the, the rest of the game. I, I just learned uh, yesterday while I was researching for this for this game that you didn't uh, have to learn this move. You could say no twice Ooh. and uh, Tom would be very disappointed but he wouldn't teach you the move. So uh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I need to play uh, Shenmue again so I can try that. Yeah, no doubt as well. There is, there is, I think there is many secrets in Shenmue. Yeah, the game is, is really uh, huge. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so another one. Uh, how? So we, you, you, you've picked three, six, eight, and ten. What else? Oh, one. Yeah. Okay, so one is Yuan from from Shenmue Two. Mm. Uh, question is: Yuan has a pet. Is it option A, a dog, option B, a parrot, or option C, a lizard? So she ha or he has a pet, a dog, a parrot, or a lizard? I totally don't remember this, but uh, I remember, I should remember. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Uh... 
let's say uh, just by like uh, leather. Okay, so uh, th- this is actually um, for those that remember, this is actually uh, important uh, in the story of, of Shannon. So, okay, so the, your final answer, lizard? Is it? Yeah, but it's uh, by luck I stayed up, but I'm not lucky. So. <laughs> uh, you're, you're not, you're not, because it's not. It's a parrot. And oh, you know, and, um, th- there's a. I, I remember this. Uh, haven't played it in, in uh, uh, a few years, but uh, there's a, 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 a one one part in Shenmue 2 where you have to listen to some recordings, some mm-hmm. tapes, and uh, you hear the parrot speaking. That's why I, I say it's important in the story. So okay, we have. We need two more correct answers. We still have five numbers to pick from. So, uh, another one. Okay, so number two. Number two. Number two, your capsule toy is a drink vending machine. Mm. Okay, so this, this I, I believe this is an interesting one. In the original Shenmue, the Coca-Cola company was one of the game's sponsors in Japan, and Ryo could get one of their drinks from machines. However, in the West, they were replaced by fake drinks. Coca-Cola was called Jet Cola, for example. What was Sprite called? Option A. Jet Soda. Option B. Jet Lemon. Or option C. Jet Set Radio. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't know the the answer for the very big history question concerning Shenmue, but I know the answer of this. (laughs) <laughs> it's just soda. <laughs> so that's, that's not normal to know the answer of it, but okay, I know. I, I thought this was the the, the 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 hardest one, but okay. So that's correct. That's correct. That's jet soda. That's, that's soda. a lot of yeah. <laughs> of drink at the vending machine for sure. <laughs> uh, I I I I thought you were gonna say jet set radio. Oh, I'm I like jet set radio a lot, but <laughs> that's not. <laughs> but you, you couldn't drink jet set radio. No. <laughs> good, good. Okay, so we, we need one more, one more, Cedric. Yeah. Uh, you ca- you've picked uh, uh, one, uh, two, uh, three, six, eight, ten. So you have four, five, seven, and nine left. Seven. Okay. Seven. Seven is a forklift. Is your okay. capsule toy? Is a, for- a forklift? What does Rio win as a prize in the morning forklift race? So every day, uh, from a at some point in the game you, you have a, a, a morning forklift race in the harbor what does Rio win? option A 100 yen option B a forklift capsule toy or option C a cassette tape uh, I think it's easier though. it's a cap- forklift capsule toy for sure are you sure? yes if you get this right you have you, you get the five uh, correct answers are you sure this is the one? The answer. Is that your final answer? <laughs> That's my final answer. <laughs> and it's correct. <laughs> it's a forklift capsule toy. Uh, oh, the excitement! The excitement. Uh, <laughs> so very well. That's 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 very nice. Uh, you just won our um, 100 yen each g- game, and your prize is 100 yen. Uh, oh. m- not really, but maybe, maybe one day we'll. 
Maybe one day we'll be together and I'll give you a hundred yen. Thank you. So we play some arcade games. Yes, yes. Uh, okay, so Cedric, it was really nice to talk to you, um, and thank you for for taking part in this uh, challenge. Before we end the the interview, though, um, I know you're putting together uh, Shibuya Productions is putting together a, an event called Magic. Would you like to talk a bit about it? Ah, yes, of course, yes. So Magic is uh, Monaco Anime Game International Conferences. So, as its name, so we organize conferences, cosplay contests, video game creator contests, such a thing. And of course, we invite uh, the main uh, famous people in the game industry and animation industry. So, last year we had uh, Mr. Naka, Yuji, mm -hmm. creator of Sonic, as you know. Uh, and this year we will have uh, Suzuki-san together with uh, Terasawa-san, you know, the creator of Space Adventure Cobra. And we will have also Kavinsky, you know, a, a musician, electro, uh, who like a lot about uh, Shenmue and Suzuki-san. Yes. So we will announce more guests in the future, but at this stage we have those people. Awesome. So it's going to happen in February 2016, yes, right? Uh, February 27. February 27, uh, 2016. February 27. So, so yeah. And 2016 is a kind of opening uh, party, mm -hmm. and 27 is a, is an a event itself. So it's only one day. So. Yeah. So, uh, if people want more information, they can go to uh, Magic hyphen ip.com so that's magic hyphen ip.com and you can check uh, everything all the information uh, about this event uh, which is actually a great name uh, so it's Monaco uh, yeah Monaco Anime Game International Conferences Magic, so magic. magic. Yeah. that's yeah. really clever uh, <laughs> I, 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 I think concerning Shenmue 3 as well probably yeah, so Mr. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Cedric Biscay is going to be there. Mr. Yu Suzuki is going to be there. So, you know, there's bound to be something Shenmue 3 related. Uh, and, um, yeah, so I, this is actually pretty interesting and I, I'm curious to know how it will, how it will go. Uh, Cedric, any uh, last messages for fans? So we're about one, uh, we have one day left of Kickstarter. Um, to go what would you like to say to uh, both fans of Shenmue and people who don't know about Shenmue mm, so as first for the fans and backers I want to say of course thank you because thanks to them we had a big noise concerning uh, Shenmue 3 in the generalist press and everywhere in that world I think so and of course now my target as I said is to break the world record uh, so I really would like to, to, to reach that goal hopefully we can do it we also have to work on our side in order to offer new things as well so we are not just waiting and of course for the new player uh, I just would say that uh, Shenmue 3 will be a, an amazing experience uh, and that game will compete without any hesitation uh, with the other big game in the market. So there is no reason to think that Shenmue 3 is only for fans. Shenmue 3 is for all the people around that world, all the players, all the games. So. Awesome, awesome. So if you want to make it happen, to help make it happen, you know, you need to go to 
to the Kickstarter page and uh, and pledge pledge. Uh, you can pl pledge as little as five dollars. So. Yes, exactly, exactly. We are happy with all the backers, so that's the great support for us to to have you. Yep. So if you are listening to us in the Kickstarter, because the podcast will be available right after the show airs, so just check the the podcast description and you'll find both the links to the Magic website and the Shenmue Kickstarter page, and uh, just click and uh, try and pledge if you can, or upgrade your pledge. Because yeah, you know we need to make this happen. The game will happen. Um, the 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 more we get, uh, the more funding uh, the team gets, the better the game will be as well. So it would be nice. Uh, Monsieur Cédric, thank you very much. Merci beaucoup uh, <laughs> for for joining us on this this uh, very amazing episode of the Sega Lounge. Uh, I hope we can uh, have you on the show sometime soon. Uh, to talk more about the development of Shen 3 and whatnot, so um, it's it's really an honor to to have you. Uh, thank you also for uh, getting involved with this and helping in making this this Shen 3 game a, a, a reality. I think all the fans are really grateful for your collaboration as well. Um, as for you guys, don't go anywhere. We'll play uh, some music, and when we get back, we'll have our closing. Uh, remarks or final moments of this show and uh, we'll talk about uh, what's been happening on Radio Sega and what will happen on Radio Sega this week so stay tuned this is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega enjoy some more Shenmue music
Welcome back to the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. I hope you enjoyed that interview and also the Sega Lounge challenge with Cedric Biscay. Uh, don't forget to, to pledge uh, because, you know, he's such a nice guy. Uh, you just feel the need to support Shenmue 3, right? Hopefully, hopefully, yes. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, uh, again, a special thank you to Cedric Piscay for being such a nice guy and uh, coming on the Sega Lounge. Um, now we're just we're just here to to uh, wrap things up. I'm just back to wrap things up and uh, just uh, talk a bit about uh, what's coming up on Radio Sega and whatnot. But uh, you know, as I promised uh, before we, we aired the interview, um, we have a very special message. Uh, from the voice, the English voice of Yu Hazuki, uh, Mr. Cory Marshall, who recorded um, a message for all you Shenmue fans out there, and uh, also for those that aren't Shenmue fans, but are Sega fans, are listening to us, and uh, are not quite sure if they should pledge towards the Kickstarter or not. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, in a way, uh, Mr. Cory Marshall with a special message for all of you. Hey, I'm Cory Marshall, the voice of Ryo Hazuki in the Shenmue series. A few weeks ago, Yu Suzuki launched a Kickstarter project to fund Shenmue 3. As successful as it's been so far, we still need your help to get additional funding to make the game as revolutionary as the ones before it. If you're a fan, don't let the opportunity to save Shenmue go to waste. If you're new to the series, trust the genius of Yu Suzuki and his team to deliver an amazing experience in 2017. Okay, everybody, let's help Ryo Hazuki finally avenge his father's death. Indeed, well put, well put, Ryo. I mean, Cory. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, if you if you haven't pledged yet, uh, please consider it. Um, and if you're uh, afraid of um, the game not being what you expected. Uh, listen to Cedric Piscay and all the fans and uh, trust Yu Suzuki and just how Cory Marshall said, trust the genius of Yu Suzuki and uh, the, man, the man really knows his stuff so he'll probably uh, do something that will blow your mind. Uh, yeah. But that can't be achieved without some additional funding so get on it people. Uh, you have a few hours, about a day of bit over a day to, to pledge um, so yeah that's that's it from us uh, almost don't forget though that um, uh, in, a, in a couple of hours we have another Radio Sega Live show so stay tuned to RSN Live with Voice uh, at midnight BST UK time um, and uh, the also tomorrow uh, don't miss the uh, Sega Mixer Drive with Rexy at 9pm BST and afterwards, uh, last call this week with guest DJ Flexstyle. So Flexstyle is also known for his funkiness. And uh, if you enjoy his Sega-related remixes, you'll probably uh, enjoy tomorrow's set uh, on Last Call very, very much. So uh, don't forget to tune in for that last call at about 11 p.m. BST 
or uh, whenever Sega Mix Drive ends. An hour of uh, Sega, mostly Sega mixes, Sega tunes to keep you moving. Uh, on Saturday, we have the return of the late, late, late afternoon breakfast show at about 4 p.m. BSC with Shadow Remix, and at 10 p.m. BSC, uh, a very special episode of Saturday Night Sega uh, with Gavi, pre recorded episode, but nonetheless an awesome episode on a very special week for our um, host. <laughs> I was looking at Twitter, so I'm, I'm, I was a bit. Uh, uh, distracted. Uh, anyway, yeah. So don't forget Saturday night Sega 10 p.m. BSC on Saturday. Uh, afterwards, uh, no shows on Sunday or Monday. So we, we we're, some shows are on uh, a break. Some shows have ended, uh, but we'll have more news for you guys soon, and uh, we'll try to fill in those those uh, slots with some awesome new shows. So stay tuned. Radio Sega to find out more about it but uh, the next show is uh, Sega Addicts AM on Tuesday at midnight BSC and, and then it's back to us on the Sega Lounge uh, I'll probably be, be joined by uh, a few other of my co-hosts or at least one of my co-hosts uh, next week and we'll have um, keeping on with the theme of Kickstarter games uh, n- not intentionally but, but uh, you know things happen. We have uh, next week's guests on the show are uh, a team called um, Baku Baku Games and they're, they're developing um, a sort of a spiritual successor to Baku Baku Animal, a game, a puzzle game by Sega that you probably played on the Sega Center at some point, I know I did. Um, they're developing a game that is on Kickstarter now and uh, is really, really um, similar to Baku Baku but with, with a twist and uh, they'll be on the show to discuss uh, the Kickstarter project, discuss the, um, the game itself and mostly have some fun as we always do. So it's back to the fan scene uh, in, in a way and, but also with people in the industry. It's going to be a fun show for sure so don't forget to tune in to the Sega Lounge next week same time, same channel, the same radio station, Radio Sega, and we play the best Sega music 24-7. So even if you're uh, not listening to our live shows, don't forget to uh, listen to our amazing 24-7 stream. Don't forget to request some stuff and also to check out our podcasts. Don't forget to click the media button or click the shows and podcasts button on the main web page and you'll find links to iTunes, to Stitcher, so there's always a way to, f- to catch uh, our shows even if you don't, uh, if you're not able to listen to them live. That's it for me, uh, I hope you enjoyed tonight's show, the interview and the music and everything. Uh, don't forget to hashtag save Shenmue. Uh, if you can pledge to the Kickstarter, just go to bit.ly forward slash save Shenmue. That's the easiest way to, to get there. If you can't pledge, please uh, just create awareness to the project, um, promote 
the Kickstarter. There's only one day left uh, to uh, break that world record. So let's do this, people. And uh, don't forget that uh, at midnight PST tomorrow, there will be um, a Twitch stream with Yu Suzuki. Uh, so you can uh, listen to Last Call and afterwards go on Twitch and follow the last few hours of the Shenmue uh, 3 Kickstarter on Twitch with uh, Yu Suzuki. Hopefully that guy from the other, the, the first stream won't be there because you know that was a bit of a disaster but uh anyway i'm sure it'll be great and it'll be a fun experience for you as well um before i forget though and before i go let me just uh, give a quick sh a quick shout out to um someone i i discovered yesterday on uh, twitch the corndog bandit uh a guy who has a really amazing mustache and uh, he's been doing a Twitch event or an event on Twitch called the Experience Shenmue event. So hashtag Experience Shenmue if you're looking for uh, stuff from that. And he's been playing through uh, both games. He's on um, uh, last night was day 12, which means today, tonight should be day 13. Uh, and you can find him on um, on Twitch. Uh, the Corn Dog Bandit is his uh, his username. Uh, last night, so you get an idea of what he, he does on his stream. So he's a, a, a bit obsessive about collecting all the capsule toys, and um, I, all that I was able to watch last night was him trying to get um, a jet plane from Afterburner uh, on a capsule time machine, uh, which was both um, exciting. <laughs> And hilarious, and so, but he he's uh, going through the games as well, with the story and the, the battles and everything. So you should check it out. Special shout out to the Corn Dog Bandit. Uh, be sure to check out his uh, Twitch channel, and he'll be uh, going through the the next few. Uh, or the last few chapters of the Shenmue 2 game because he's already on Shenmue 2 don't forget to check that out thanks for listening to the Seg Lounge I've been KC you're listening to Radio Sega playing the best Sega music 24-7 I leave you with Total Network Ranking from Shenmue Online bye-bye
Thanks for listening to The Sega Lounge. The show will be available in podcast form shortly. Download it from RadioSega.net, the iTunes Store, or stream it on Stitcher. Join us again next week for another episode of The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.